0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, my God. Fresh squeeze navel orange juice. Hello, my dear ones. Oh, my God. So good. So good. All right. So. Got some things to talk to you about a little bit. I know that Danielle has given me um, um, the questions on hepatitis A, B and C. So I want to talk about that. One of the judge, the mother of uh, was Winona, right? The mother just shot herself and stuff. I thought she was such a beautiful lady started out with Hep C. They gave her interferon treatments, of course. <laughs> This stupid crap all the way down. If you looked at Hep A, B and C is just just different degrees, you already have to have what to have inflammation in the liver. And they blame it on foods and stuff like that. And Yeah, you can get foods with different bacteria and stuff. We were just having a big conversation on the bacterium community. Some ladies having extensive dental work. So um, uh, I wanted to get into that because I remember this is going way back. I was into martial arts and um, All right, um, I'm going up next. Oh, okay. Good, okay. Deal. Good I'll deal. Listen to Carrie. Uh, uh, that's the one to listen to. I want to see you later so I can see your teeth. Oh, yeah. I'll show you later. Okay. Yeah, I get them in today. Okay. Yeah. Bye. But I was doing martial arts. I worked at the telephone company. Uh, I was friends with the uh, the instructor. Uh, we would go out <laughs> partying at night. So I was up all through the night, and I mean, I just wore myself totally out. And then I was diagnosed with Hep B at one time. And uh, all of this, though, has a precursor. And the precursor to all of this, and we'll use the word inflammation, but you know immediately when we talk about inflammation, we're talking about acidosis, and we're talking about the lymphatic system. Go go to your eyes. You took a look at look at your liver and your gallbladder, because generally the gallbladder goes first. You know you take a look at that; it's all snugged right into that bowel wall, too. That gallbladder, particularly. So you really get to see the genetics of that when you look at your eyes. So it's a good thing there. But these things are easy to deal with. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Hep A, B, and C, all three, are easy to deal with. I don't know what people what the medical confusion is. Is ignorance. You there is this. These are all very. Curable and not as diseases, they're just different levels of inflammation. Different levels, just like uh, you have a lot of different levels of bowel inflammation from IBS to Crohn's, you know, to to you know, the, the lost thing you could add fatty liver in that. You could add all kinds of things in that because they're all down that same road of acidosis, and that's all emphatic stagnation. You cannot have acidosis in tissues, meaning a high inflammatory response unless you have stagnation. And to have stagnation, you have to have your eliminative organs not eliminating properly. Right, and then you also have to be consuming and living on the side of chemistry that makes things agglomerated, that makes chemistry stick together more instead of break apart more. See, and acids in the long run makes everything stick together more. Does break them down, tear them apart too. So, yeah. But when you get on the base side, you're talking of a hydrating side where it's more electrical and hydrating and things then move better and easier, like having a lot of energy without any obstruction to it. And everything moves real good. So but any type of HEP A, B or C, I mean, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to go to the kidneys, right? Why would you go to the kidneys? You're talking about the liver. See, and that's medical confusion. When you when you can't draw a line, when you can't map it out, when you can't if you never paid jigsaw puzzles, then how are you gonna know how things put together? You know, you have to know that everything is there for each other. Like eleven eleven. Everything is the one, but everything is also the many. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but the hep A, B and C, like I said, just different levels. You're going to do the same thing for all of them. You can get on the liver gallbladder formula, of course. But you remember what you're after. The liver gallbladder formula is full of the barbarous family. You got your Oregon grape roots, your Burdocks, your yellow docks. I mean, these are the greatest herbs on the planet almost. I mean, you get full of iron, you get great herbs for all kinds of things, but more hepatically and pancreatically geared. So the cells of the liver, the cells of the pancreas get turned on when the herbs that are electrical that are meant to turn them on come by and go, hey, I'm here for you. Yeah, I'm going to turn you on. (laughs) Yeah, but it all is the same. You've got to open that doorway of lymphatic stagnation, and you're talking predominantly right kidney, but still, you know, and you really—it's just hydrating and getting the kidneys to start filtering again. So you would start out with kidney, a couple of kidney formulas, a lymphatic formula, the endocrine gland formula. Start so going after it, tear up the bowels. I mean, you want to really clean this gut. We're, humans are burning sewage in there that you don't burn in there. So when you burn the type of protein sewage or chai or, uh, that we, we uh, burn, You know, we create an agglomeration because this is the side effect of acid chemistry, and then, of course, acids burn you, and so you're ulcerating inside of you. I mean, you look at Crohn's or you look at an ulcer in the stomach, I mean, all this stuff is ulcerations, ulcerations, ulcerations. Well, how do you ulcerate skin? You know, and you go back to that, you know, back cells, what side of chemistry ulcerates or breaks down cells. You go back to these uh, baby formulas that they have out there. And these baby formulas now tied to NEC. That's necrosis, guys. That's necrosis of the small and large bowel. Imagine giving your baby a formula that you feel confident that some dumbass biochemist put together. Out of what kind of consciousness, I have no idea because none of them really know much about health unless you're a raw foodist and stuff as a biochemist. You're playing in books that someone read that still didn't know what they were talking about. So, you know, we know a little bit about biochemistry, of course. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I love it when you stop at pHs of fluids and stuff like that, especially between the the cytoplasm and the interstitial and all of this. And you get into the pHs of all these things. I mean, you can play. They don't even play that game. That's how superficial that is. I mean, you really want to play an intellectual game. Well, let's get to it. I mean, we can really dig in there if you want. I got a whole slew of questions that First of all, this planet isn't ready for. Yeah. I'm going to do the I'm going to do the video, but you got to promise me you won't leave me. Because there's uh, you know, we need to talk about the reps and a few of the other little beings that are So uh, let me look at this one here because this uh, this is about a 19-year-old, five foot five, 112 pounds, uh, misophonia, tendonitis, like constant pain in face and neck. No, see, Uh, This concerns myself. Hi, Dr. Morris, I really hope you see this question because I've yet to come across one of your many videos that mentions it. I'm a 19 year old female and I have a condition called uh, misophonia. That causes me to have a strong reaction to certain specific noises. These noises are commonly made by other people and are natural noises like For somebody that what gets me is someone that's chewing gum, you know, chewing on a gum and popping their bubbles when they're chewing. Ah, that sends me out to lunch. Such an ego popping thing. Some of those things, you know, but I and she goes on uh cautious saying them out loud because I recently gained a new one this year from reading someone else's list of noises that bother them. They are sounds made by people's mouths, certain s sounds, loud breathing, etc. This is very debilitating and causes me so much emotional pain. Who we oh, So the first clue she said was right there. Emotional pain. All right. So when you're, when you're neurologically hypersensitive, yeah. And so in this one, she's tied her emotions to this. So where would you go? Kidneys and adrenal glands, absolutely. And you would be wanting to get those adrenal glands up. I don't know, honey, where your blood pressure is, but probably heading down the low side. You know uh, that when you start compromising, and look at your eyes and see if you have nerve rings in them, because you know if you have nerve rings in there, then your myelin sheaths are down, and any any weird stuff like that, and also any sharp noises, anything like that. Very uh, very. You know, debilitating and very uh, scary in that way. That's adrenals and neurological, autonomic. But with that said, you know, I would detox my brain out. I would clean. I'd uh, candle my ears. If you've never done that, you know, four or five candles per ear, and you know, clean out your ears and see if you can get some of that sensitivity out of that. Also, people have sense of smell like that, just so keen that they can. Is too strong, and that's another problem. You know, there's a reason things are kind of balanced. And look at the animals, and it's said that uh, you know, humans stink real bad. And when your nose is cleaned up, you can smell humans a lot. I, this you can really tell, we talked about it on a few videos ago, you can really tell a meat eater, you know, by their body odor. But that's how I would go after this. Because, again, all these acid metals set you up like an antenna. And those that have been are going to be sitting there like major antennas. So that's why it's important to hydrate, get the metals out of you, stuff like that, because it'll help you from keep you from radiating like a. (laughs) <laughs> like crazy, you remember all these metals that we're injecting in ourselves are consuming. Uh, whenever you have the TV on, wherever you uh, near radiation, you, you you light yourself up a bit. Uh, I'm not sure why these sounds can't just be processed normally by me. I'm so because your your, your nervous system sounds like it's. You know, you're just really right there. And it, the autonomic is really strange. You can have some of the strangest feelings in your body when the autonomic does things. I've had one side of my body one time I thought it was going to shut down completely. And it was like, oh, when you look at the endocrine glands and all that they do, whew, I mean, I don't know. Every time I look at the human body, I'm just like, or any anything that was created on this planet, I'm like in awe. Wow, wow, that's cool. Try it. Try doing it as an individual human. You know. I've had a terrible relationship with all my family and friends because of it, I get that. It makes me feel like a terrible person, but it don't you're not a terrible person, honey. You're just real, you know, sensitive to those things. So unsensitivity is getting the acids out of the body, getting the inflammation out of the body, strengthening your your nervous system. Strengthening is another part. Remember I always say clean and strengthen, clean and strengthen. Well when you get down to the bottom line, the bottom line is clean and strengthen. You're, you're hydrating. So another word for cleaning would be hydrating, right? And that word, then you could process into detoxification because cleaning is detoxification. Whether you're cleaning your carpet, you're detoxing whatever that is off the carpet or whatever, you know, so it's all there's nothing strange about these words other than they just mean your body's got to clean itself out of the unwanted chemistry, particularly the acids and the proteins. You know, of course, there's fungus and fermentation and all that other stuff there as well. I also developed tendonitis seven months ago as well. Constant pain in my neck and, and all this. So right there is a good example telling me she's got a lot going on here. Well, if you say you got a lot going on there, what do I mean by a lot going on there? Well, you only have two sides of chemistry. And which side seems to stir up the most trouble? Of course. The acids, and that's what you got going on. Pain is an acidic experience, and you, when you're talking about tightness, and you're talking about ringing in your ear, and you're talking about all kinds of stiffness, tightness of the neck, uh, C spine, all of this, is, you know, it's just all get yourselves in trouble, and this is all just lymph stagnation up here. Next question, you still have your tonsils and things like that. When they start removing lymph nodes, you start getting more agglomulated in areas where the lymph nodes were removed. Obviously, a form of lymphedema. Those are not things you want at all. So immediately, you want to put yourself on a grape diet or a fruit diet. You want to get everything cleaned up. You want to have your sinuses cleaned out. You want to have a cold and food-like symptom. You want to have a fever. Get yourself up to 103 if you can. You'll get yourself sweating. Open up all your avenues of elimination. By eliminating the unwanted, you will strengthen the wanted. So that's how I would approach this. Go after my bowels and clean everything up. But take the brain and nerve, uh, that would be an important to take. Uh, adrenals must do, you know. And see if your other see how your parathyroid is. A loss of calcium can also play uh, weird things with nerve transmissions. All kinds of things like that. See, just check yourselves out. We've done so many videos and I'm trying to get you to understand the body is not as complex as you think it is. It's only the medical doctors that make this fabricated world of diseases, something that no one can figure out, because as soon as you do, you're going to be laughing at them. <laughs> yes. So, uh, you know, Just realize that you're dealing in worlds of chemistry. And when you play around like that, what do we got? We got Uh, California Fruit Festival Saturday. I'm going to have to get someone to come in and help me with my Zoom. I'm not good with Zooms. I wish I could be out there though with you guys, California Food Festival, but I will zoom you. Uh, three thirty Saturday. That's three thirty my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's twelve thirty out there. Twelve thirty one. It gave me a half hour. That's about enough time to go hi. So let's talk. Also, she's five foot five. So where do you go and when someone says they're five foot five, what comes to your mind real quick? Pituitary. Pituitary. So with that comes female problems, irregular menses, bleeding too much, inability to conceive, inability to hold to term, uh, miscarriages, things like that. Oh yeah. So when you're not five when you're below about five seven as a female, I always see pituitary. So, and that can bring you into suppressing the parathyroid, which is your calcium utilization. Then it brings you into postpartums, because now you're having babies that suck the calcium out of you, but whoa, well, whoa, whoa, baby, I, I can't put it back. You're taking my calcium, but I can't put it back in myself. Oh, I just lost my teeth. So many ladies have lost their teeth and things like this because of this, and no one knows how to help them. Sad stuff. Is the mother of three amazing boys. I like this lady already. She loves her kids. I cannot pronounce your name, sweetheart. E I G I N T A. Glinta, I got your contact from one woman when I asked her about my migraine. My and head pain, which I have must be migraine, right? I think she's from Lithuania or something like that. I have three children. One oldest is nine years old and twin one year olds. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My oldest boy has a pedal mall or absence epilepsy. I'm thinking that's epilepsy. I give birth for him naturally, but in and the doctor. Use vacuum to take him out. Mm. That must be a new thing. Vacuum sweepers to remove kids out of wombs. Mm. So in my heart, I feel maybe this is why he has the epi- I think she's saying epilepsy. He, ha- he has to use strong drugs. And doctorate said that it will take about two years to use it. Now we are using it six months. I take it that the doctor said he'll be on that drug for two years and you've been on it for six months. Okay, so one of the first things you're going to do if you have epilepsy, you have seizures, uh, all of these things like this, convulsions. I'm going to put myself on an electrolyte rich diet. You do not want to give these kids milks or anything. That is congestive, and she's not talking about her twins at one year old, but still at one year old, they should be sucking on fruit right now. They should be sucking on fruit, and if you're breastfeeding them or something, check your pH of your breast milk. Get you some of these pH papers. We sell them in the pharmacy here, and check everything. You know, it's all about chemistry. Have fun in the world of chemistry. Get used to the fact of acid and base. Acids and alkalis and just check things for it. just for the fun of it. Yeah, what's my milk? Let's see, you know, just check things and just for the fun of it. Learn how to, to, to get used to each side of the chemistry has a specific effect on your tissues. Acids are corrosive, agglomerative, hardening, uh, destroying. Stimulating, we'll go on the lighter side, the minor acid. Stimulating, you know, we got some positive things going on with estrogen, testosterone, things like that. Yeah, right. And we need to enhance bleeding and we need to enhance certain factors and stuff. So we need acids present to do those things. This is why medical doctors tend to, and what gets me is a medical doctor will tend to say, well, we want to give you a Rumidex or some female, uh, some estrogen blocker. Because you know they get off on the estrogen sites and things like that when you have female cancer, and I sit there going, "Really? Oh God! Wake me up when you wake up." Being so stupid, I mean, uh, you know, these are minor acids. pH is in the fives probably. You you're not gonna uh, destroy cells unless you just kept that five pH right around a cell for fifty years, and I don't know. Maybe by then you have so much immune and, and emphatic responses that. I... So your, your real pHs are down in your threes. Those are the real destructive pHs and probably the fours as well. So you're used to the fact that life is just chemistry. And as the food I'm eating, acid forming is, is the thoughts I'm thinking acid forming. Is my emotions that I'm feeling acid forming or do they make me feel good? Do they help me digest or do they make me stop digesting? You know, your emotions control the physical. Mind controls emotion and physical. And of course, emotions will control your mind, They're the little suckers. So you want to be on. I'd give him the antispasmodic regularly, maybe even every two hours if he's that bad, you know. Uh, but I'd add it to his daily dose. So I'm going after kidneys. I'm going after the endocrine glands like nobody's business, right? Right. I'm going to look at that GI tract for absorption. I'm going to look at digestion, absorption, utilization, adrenals. I'm going to be looking at all that autonomic, obviously, calcium utilization. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be looking for all these things. I'm going to be looking what, what what's wrong with mom because what's wrong with mom's going to be wrong with baby. I mean, in certain ways, and especially lymphatically speaking. So this is a um, you know a serious thing there. The other thing to this two guys and uh, did I say enough for you? Oh, they're not gonna put me. I'm I'm banned from YouTube. I think anyway, <laughs> but. The first thing children are given in hospitals are vaccines and shit like that. The crap like that. Well, these are neurotoxins, and they're allowed to give your babies that you carried in you and took care of them. Toxic chemicals, smiling all the way doing it. So now the seizures, the epilepsy, all the things that your children are getting might not be from vacuum sucking the baby out of you. But could be from a vaccine. Hep B, they try to give that within four months. You know, these guys are nuts. Total nuts. You don't give toxins and things like this. And the problem is, these medical doctors never did research. They don't know what's in a vaccine. They trust the pharmaceutical company. Really? Trust the devil, you know, because that's just what you're doing. You know, so you've got these neurotoxic vaccines everywhere. And uh, I had a one child. He was given uh, the Hep B at four months. Uh, it was a little female. Her uh, left eye took a wayward east, and uh, she went into convulsions, uh, seizures like this, uh, epilepsy, sort of, and uh, what a liver failure. Uh, what else did she go into? So I got her. She was a Texas child, pull her out of all of it. On her back. Good. Uh, I was breast breastfeeding them, <laughs> yeah, until they were seven to five months. Good woman. Then we got BLW feeding and formula. Oh. Jesus, see the pictures below. It was cow's milk formula. After I changed it to goat's milk, he was better. Yeah, As I was saying, you got to get off the freaking cow's milk. At least try to find an organic goat farmer or a goat farmer and tell them don't don't use chemicals with these goats. But um, yeah, use the goat's milk if you have to go down to that. But there's so many superfoods in nature that you don't have to go into animal milks. Uh, really, uh, just different species and everything. But. You know, I mean, it would work better than a cow. The size difference is incredible, and our babies are just too small. When you're consuming the size of a baby calf compared to the size of a baby Homo sapiens, considerably different, and the chemistry's different because of that, and because it's a herbivore versus a frugivore. So she's given no cow's milk products, no wheat grain, uh, no apples, no pears, no apricots because his skin is terrible after that. We got a lot of creams drugs to use for him. So here you go. You have some mom here and she takes him off everything he should take him off of except for the apples, the pears, and the apricots which I would at least give him the apples and pears. apricots are a little acidic uh, And you take him off of it because he has terrible skin. I'll show you the pictures here. Uh, that'll make sense to me. Because now you have all the drugs and creams that you use, steroids and stuff to suppress. You're back to that whole rhythm again, guys. Yeah, cute. Poor little things. Cute, ain't he? Cute little thing. It's all lymphatic, and my guess is, no, not a guess. Got a skin ring around the little fellow's eyes. Pretty good skin ring already. I don't know if you guys can see that skin ring. Can you see into that skin ring? See if you can see into that eye. That skin ring. Can you see that skin ring? Yeah. So you know, lymphatic, 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 sweetheart. This is all lymphatic here, and this little one. You know, you're talking about your diet. If you're not breastfeeding anymore, if you are, I I probably wouldn't. I probably get them on fruits. Now you're going to see that come out. It may be a little fever. Yay! Yay! What's in has to come out. Medical doctors see it opposite. What's in needs to stay in. And we'll just give you steroids and creams and suppress those acids in there. They'll stay in there, those nasty beasts. Oh, no, this is a disease. So the creams make the disease go away. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Anybody that have skin problems believe that now? How many of you have skin problems and been on steroids? And I hear thousands of your letters. Back, back, back with the vengeance back. You can't suppress that which needs to be eliminated because what you suppress today is your nightmare from hell tomorrow. I'm telling you, you can't do that. You have to understand that this, that we're seeing when you see diseases, those symptoms, you're seeing agglomeration. 99% of the symptoms are from acidosis. Specific area of the body, specific tissues involved. Yep, yep, yep. Suppress the thyroid. Yep, or the adrenals. Yep, or the pituitary. Yep, or the thymus, whatever. Yep, yep, yep. Those are the uniquenesses. And those is what fools the medical community because most of them are not that spiritual, obviously. So then what are you thinking? And the more you're thinking, the less you're understanding, the less you know and uh, nature paths do a lot more observing than thinking. At least some of them. Uh, oh man, vacuum the kid out. I never heard of that. They make vacuums that suck kids out of the mamas, huh? <laughs> Second child, one of my twins, I gave him birth to them with C-section. So they did not get natural mine bioflora. I was breastfeeding them until they were seven to five, seven and a half months. Then they got deal go for me. Yeah, I'm on down with that. Be careful of those formulas, guys. I mean, our superfood is right here. I, why would you give a chemical formula to a living little baby? a powder of chemicals. Well, it could be some vitamins and minerals thrown in there for looks. Protein structures out of their ignorance. I mean, what about a formula is electrically alive? A powdered formula. Yeah, you've already reached saturation and everything out up with these. So this is why this NEC necrosis of the bowel. Whenever you have a predominantly acid forming food that you're consuming, you're constantly keeping acid slime against your walls. And uh, you will always break them down. You always develop mucus on the walls from that, inspiring the mucosa to protect itself. Uh, some of this stuff is so impactive that uh, bowel pockets, diverticulums, from parathyroid weaknesses, you get them stuck. It's one after another. These types of foods, and it's funny is when you eat the electrical foods, not only are they hydrating, but they're cleansing. They're astringent, so they clean you behind you. You know, if you eat raw foods all and you eat nothing but fruits, berries, and melons and salads, why do you brush your teeth? They clean your teeth. All my children are <coughs> vaccinated. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh. <coughs> vaccinated. Yeah. Well, there might be the problem with your uh, epileptic child right there. Dead serious about that. No joke. This is when you really start to see them as after their first inoculations. Oh, it was mistaken. I know that. Is there any solution to clean the body up from it? My oldest boy did not get the second round of vaccines, but my babies had it not long ago. Holy crap, man. Well, can you imagine Pfizer would love to kill all these kids. If they're not about that, then let them come out publicly. And let's, let's have Dr. Tenpenny talk to them in front of the world of why they put what they put in their vaccines. You know, this is what these high intellectual uh, globalists want. They want these kids dead. And they'll do anything to do it. And the vaccine seems to be the place to do it. So if Facebook and you assholes want to hide that while you're letting these people kill people, you go ahead. You're going to have some stiff karma from it yourselves. Sad stuff, though. Yeah, someone sent this in to me. Uh, it's a poisonous flowers could be the source of Alzheimer's plaque, it says study. I wonder how much this person got for this study. Alzheimer's disease has long uh, thought our best efforts to pinpoint its underlying causes. Really? Uh, We haven't had that kind of problem. Now, a new study in mice suggests that poisonous flowers bulging with cellular debris could be the root source of one hallmark of the rich disease and a beautiful sinister sign of a failing waste disposal system inside damaged brain cells. Well, you know, the last statement is how close. I got a dentist appointment this morning. He time to go. You know, people just fixated on the whole thought or theory of diseases. And all you have to do is study chemistry and the side effects, what acid can do to you and produce and what bases do. And you look at the various foods that you're eating. Uh, your foods can de- be divided up into base dominant foods or uh, alkaline dominant foods. And then, of course, your acid foods, acid dominant foods. You can say acid forming or as Arnold Erich used to say, mucus versus mucus forming. And also, if you want to do your mucus foods, not mucus forming foods, those are going to be your alkaline foods. If you're going to do your your mucus forming foods, then you're going to be doing your acid foods. Well, whenever you get a lot of mucus out, what foods have you been eating? And then a lot of us are full of mucus deep inside of ourselves from growing up on milks and stuff. And then, of course, there's the lymphatic system set by our mother. So we're all in those sort of things, you know. Uh, so I love you guys. Any guys out there with Hep A, B and C, just realize you just have to detoxify yourself. You have to get your lymphatic system moving. You don't do the interferons and chemotherapies and stupid crap like that when your liver's already been broken down by acids. So whether it's A, B or C, it doesn't matter not. You're going to go the same way. You're going to open up your kidney channel. You're going to get your lymphatic system filtering, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know that'll clean out the liver real nice. It'd be nice to have the liver gallbladder formula. Those herbs will really help take those cells that've been beat up a little bit, you know, and go, hey, let's get it together here. So that's the beauty of the herbs. So you just, it's just that B and C, just those are just never been difficult problems. Fatty liver, cirrhosis. Now some of the problems you get into cirrhosis and you get into these deeper levels, your liver's falling apart. To be careful. I don't do any liver flushes. I did one once on a lady, and this was this was uh, about three to four months after I got her. Her liver enzymes were down, nice. Everything was looking good, so I did a liver gallbladder flush, get the stones out of her. Right, (laughs) pieces of her liver came out. So I learned a hard lesson on that lady. You know, some lessons are tough, but. uh, that's how you learn what to do and not to do, though, I have to tell you. So uh, be gentle on that liver, be gentle on your body. And being gentle is eating fruits, berries, melons and uh, salads. And I say that, but these aren't gentle foods. I'll give you an example watermelon. You think watermelon is just a nice little old uh-uh. watermelon can kick your butt. Matter of fact, if you're in pain, watermelon can increase pain. It's, it's just so bioactive. You know, so and look, it's red anyway. So colors also have a you know have a big effect on you. We've got uh, Magdalena's class up there in colors and all all the beautiful colors and what they mean and the effect they have on you. So she has a nice class up on up up on the school now. Uh, I hope you turned out good with uh, Roseanne Calabrese, Dr. Calabrese. That was fun. You know, tools, ancient tools. You know, there's so many tools, and that's the point: is get a hold of these older people that have been helping people for 20, 30, 40 years, and see the little tricks of the trade they know, because that's the idea of having the school. Yep. Well, love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Get yourselves on alkaline diets. Eat up on the fruits, berries, and melons. Change this. Get control of yourselves. And yes, the next video I'll get into the reps and I'll get into, you know, the reason I've been telling you to quit being humans and the reason I've been telling you to get strong. Coming, coming to a local place near you. Love you guys. Namaste.